After two years of the podcast, editorship is now being handed over to myself, Dino Motti, public health registrar in the West Midlands, United Kingdom. I thought it would be nice to, to talk with the previous editor, Shamil Arun, and to get his reflections on his experience of creating and curating the podcast. So, welcome Shamil. Hi. Could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi Dino. Um, so, I'm Shamil Haroon. Um, I was a public health registrar in the West Midlands up until July of this year, and I've just recently completed training. Um, I uh, created and um, curated the podcast over the last two years. Mm -hmm. It's been certainly a great accomplishment and uh, a proof of perseverance. Why did you create the podcast? So um, I I found myself um, really enjoying hearing about the experiences of other registrars both in in uh, the region I was training in, but also around the country. And I found there was tremendous learning to be had just by listening um, to my peers and finding out what work they were up to. Um, but it also struck me that there were many experiences that I wasn't hearing about just because um, it, it's not often that all registrars get together. And, and, I, and I thought it would be very useful if we could create a platform that enabled um, Uh, public health registrars to talk about their experiences, what learning um, they they got from their um, placements, what skills they've developed, and what opportunities they've had. So that's how it initially started. Um, and then it sort of evolved into um, a more generic um, a more generic uh, podcast about Uh, training needs for the whole public health workforce rather than just focusing on registrars. And what sort of topics does the podcast cover usually and what topics would you like it to cover in the future? So the podcast really focuses on training. So that's that's really the the key aim of the podcast is to talk about training, training needs, skills, development. Um, but we try to cover the full remit of public health because The, um, the, the training opportunities for registrars and, and also those um, who, are, who are on the public health practitioner scheme are really quite um, broad and diverse. Um, so, so it should cover um, both healthcare, public health, um, health improvement and health protection. Um, so we've covered a, a range of topics, uh, including um, uh, academic public health, Um, uh, community development, international public health. Um, uh, one area, uh, well, actually two areas, which we haven't done so much on, is on health protection and healthcare public health. But it's certainly something I, uh, I hope the podcast can address in future episodes. And what, what is the process? What's involved in creating a podcast? So the, the process is is fairly straightforward. So it, it involves, first of all, finding out a, a good topic to discuss. And um, so this is usually um, addressed by talking to other registrars or um, talking to um, my colleagues in Health Education England and the Faculty of Public Health. 
um, to, to, to get an idea for what sort of topics are likely to be broadly relevant to those training in public health. Um, and identifying people who would be willing to talk about their experiences um, on that topic. Um, one, once we've identified a topic and relevant um, uh, interviewees, um, then the next stage really then is to arrange um, a meeting to just talk about what sort of aspects of um, the training placement they'd like to discuss or the topic they'd like to discuss. And then to, to book in um, an, the actual um, interview, which um, I've been doing over Skype and then recording that as an audio file, um, which I then later edit. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a variety of audio editors. I, I happen to use GarageBand. Um, then sending that mm -hmm. um, audio file once it's been edited to those I've interviewed to check that they're happy with the content and then to um, to publish that on on the server uh, on the host, uh, which which I used was SoundCloud, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and then get that um, uh, disseminated via the network. So I used the public health registrar networks, um, but it was also disseminated via um, Health Education England and the Faculty of Public Health. And uh, in this process, what skills and opportunities did you develop in producing the podcast? So. I learned an awful lot by creating this podcast, um, mainly I would say from just the, the, the sheer range of people that I would be talking to and interviewing. Um, I really learned a lot about each of the topics that we covered and, and it really got me thinking as well about um, training opportunities that I might like to, to take advantage of. Um, also um, develop skill, communication skills, um, learned more about social media, um, and, and also partnership working mm -hmm. because uh, I was often relying on um, partner organizations to, to help determine what topics we covered and also to help disseminate uh, the episodes. You, you mentioned social media. How do you see the podcast developing further in the future? Is there a role for social media in other formats such as video? Yeah, I example? certainly think that there is a role for, for developing the podcast further. Um, while we had a Twitter account associate uh, a Twitter hashtag associated with the podcast, I don't think we really um, made as much use of it as we could have. And we could have got a lot more discussions going on um, via Twitter. Certainly, um, there, there's also potentially roles for video, but it is more um, in. It, it certainly requires more work to create video, but certainly. Um, I think videos also have their place um, um, and could be used to to illustrate some of the topics um, more vividly than you could potentially achieve with a podcast. Um, and also, I think it could be used um, potentially for CPD. So um, I can imagine um, a scenario where you might listen to a podcast, complete an online quiz, and then have a certificate. Um, at the end of that, which could be used for CPD. So I think there's plenty of scope to develop the podcast. To, to the traditional listeners of the podcast, everything appears very smooth, but um, were there any particular challenges with creating the podcast that you've encountered? I think what, one particular challenge that comes to mind is just getting feedback on the podcast. So um, I knew the podcast was being listened to, and, and it's had over 3,000 listens the last time I checked. 
Um, but it was very hard to gauge what people thought about the podcast. And I think having um, a, a sort of a mechanism for getting uh, regular feedback from listeners is something um, that I found um, particularly challenging. Um, and sometimes it can be a challenge to um, ensure the podcast is released regularly um, and we try to, as far as possible to get, get one released every month. But sometimes that could be a challenge when you know, you've got so many other things going on. Um, and, and also ensuring that the topics um, that were chosen were really relevant and pertinent to, to the target audience. Indeed. Are there any other good podcasts that you've used as inspiration on public health that you would recommend? Yeah, certainly. There, there are lots of good podcasts out there. And um, the, uh, the ones that come to mind are the, the Lancet um, podcast, um, the BMJ podcast is another one. Um, there's often topics relevant to public health in the New England Journal of Medicine podcast, as well as the, um, uh, the JAMA podcast. Um, so there are certainly lots of good podcasts out there that do cover a range of, of public health topics. And uh, do you have any other advice for creating educational podcasts? Um, the, the only advice I'd give is that I think more people should give it a go because it's actually not that difficult to create a podcast. Um, it's, it's actually much quicker than writing a report um, um, or, or a journal article. And, and it's just a very quick way to disseminate knowledge and and um, to talk about uh, experiences. It's um, it's important that they really do address the needs of the listeners. So um, I think one one useful exercise is to do kind of a, a small training needs analysis to find out what areas listeners would really find beneficial. Um, Kind of areas that perhaps haven't been addressed in the past um so um i would say that would that would be um certainly a useful way of taking the podcast forward and making sure it's relevant indeed indeed uh thank you shamil thank you to shamil Arun, and uh, many and thanks thank for you, listening Dino. it would be great to hear your thoughts on this episode which you can tweet at hashtag phdevelop and uh, i'd also welcome any suggestions for future topics Hope to see you next time.